G'day everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Tech Effect. I'm Pete Techman Coman, and you guessed it, my partner in crime, the bearded man, Mark the Bearded Tech Scan. Welcome, Mark, to the show. G'day, Pete. How are you, mate? You can hear the crowd Fantastic. going wild, can't you? I'm going to get a, uh, I'm going to get a new little little machine. I think where I can press the button and insert crowd goes wild. Crowd noise, like we said, like with the sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah like in the, the virtual um, sports gaming area. That's what we need. We need a cheer squad. Yeah, yeah, because just me and you is not enough of a cheer. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you, you know, because really, I mean, it's about all we get normally. So, <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Pete? Uh, look, mate, I'm great. I've actually been really busy this week, so um, it's uh, a little on the tired side, but uh, busy is good, right? Things yeah. are starting to pick up here in New York. Uh, it's only about 30%, I would say, but compared to the way it was, like I know 30% sounds low for New York, but I mean, honestly, it got down to like 1%. I, I could walk up the middle of the street, like 6th Avenue, 7th Avenue, uh, and yeah. And there was just no cars. It was just unbelievable. That's insane. And what about the cabs, mate? Because it's known for its cabs in uh, certainly Manhattan. Yeah, look, I mean, there's just, I mean, it's once again, it's picking up. But I saw a stat recently where the, the cabs were down like 80% on their rides. Like it was, it was massive. Everyone's been impacted by it. But like I said, it's, it's moving in the right direction, which, which is great. You know? Yeah, good stuff. Excellent. Hey, Pete. Yes. Once again, because we do like uh, we do like guests, because we can only talk about you ourselves so long and so much. So we do have a special guest. He's sitting there looking at us, and uh, we can't ignore him for too much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Saritas from Biamp, uh, EDM for Asia Pacific. If I got that right? Uh, yes, pretty well. You and got a it few right. other and a few other hats, mate. That's it. Yeah. Look. Uh, I do wear a few other hats. I look after this territory. Uh, I do uh, business development, um, obviously liaison with consultants, major projects, essentially anything to do with buying in this region. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Appreciate it. I, I, Thank I've, you. Got a, I've got a question for Jim straight off the bat, actually. Really? You're Jim, breaking up the, the flow here, Pete. I know. I, I just got so excited. <laughs> memories came flooding back. <laughs> Jim, do you remember when we first met? You, do you remember where it was and, and the circumstances? Hmm. Um, wow. Obviously not. Memorable. I'd be guessing. Memorable, I'd be guessing. I'm, I'm trying to think, but I'm guessing. No. You, you, probably, <laughs> you, you probably know and you've jogged my memory. Go for it. I was at Infocom, and I think it was in Vegas, and it was at... Uh, I do remember now. It was a uh, standards meeting. It, that's right. It was a standards meeting. That was in LA, I think, or at Infocom at least. Yeah, it was, in, it was at Infocom and I'm in the room and then I, I made a couple of comments or something as I do because I, you know, I'm, I'm the shy guy in the room yeah, and uh, as I was it's walking going. out, this, I get a tap on the shoulder and he, it's like, you know, oh, g'day, I'm Jim, I've been meaning to catch up with you. I'm like, who are you, right? And then um, that was it. It was just love at first sight, wasn't it, Jim? <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe how <laughs> deflating that was when you said that. <laughs> Jim who? <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit underwhelmed when I met you as well, don't worry. I, I don't know, <laughs> that happens. That happens. Oh, look, I, I could uh, tell you many stories about being underwhelmed with Pete, but uh, the first time I met him was the same, I think. Yeah, yeah that's very true. true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, we digress. We digress. We digress. That's not why we're here to reminisce. We're here to talk about all things uh, Biamp, really. Um, so, Jim... 
Biamp, look, I was doing a little bit of homework and uh, it seems I'm on the first gym. He never does homework. (laughs) (laughs) I I do it. I just can't remember it. Um, (laughs) One thing I noticed on the Biamp website, it seems like, you know, and they're very good at marketing. There's no doubt about that. Uh, But every month there's a press release for something new that's happening as far back as I could remember, I could see uh, on page one. Um, <laughs> I did go to page two. Uh, but no, the, the, there's certainly, you guys have made some big moves in the last 12, 12 eight, maybe 18 months uh, at least. Is that right? Yeah, look, it, you, you're absolutely right. I think uh, since the acquisition of um, Biant by Highlander, um, a, uh, an investment company out of Dallas and having Rashid Scaff and Joe Andrulis on board, um, the idea or the plan was always to build Biome to be a platform and a big uh, player in the AV world. And that also meant developing, designing what we do internally and building it up and obviously improving it as well as uh, with acquisitions. And, and I think this is the most important part is with all the acquisitions, we didn't want them to be companies that we purchased just to be in that market. They had to be disruptive. They had to be new. They had to be something for the next step or two or three above and beyond what can be done. You think of crowd mics, um, HRT, and some of the other things we're doing as well. So it's a pleasing way forward we've moved. And I think uh, your comments are correct. Like uh, we purchase these companies and we keep continuing to bring out through announcements and through our marketing um, enhancements or new features or what people need now or in the future. And, and also guiding people as well as to, you know, why not consider, for instance, the things like crowd mics, um, consider using your telephone as a microphone for audience participation. So guiding people as well. So it's an exciting time. Yeah, absolutely. And you just uh, mentioned one of those big, uh, big plays was uh, HRT, the purchase of HRT, uh, which I think was announced at uh, ISE this year. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting one because um, we, I identified HRT over a year before that. And uh, I did mention to a few people we should look at this. And pleasingly and surprisingly, uh, we acquired the company without my and a lot of people's knowledge. And so it was another technology that you could just see it morphing into something bigger and better based on the technologies they had. And uh, the pleasing thing is we purchased the company now and uh, we're enhancing and developing it further. Did you pick up a 10% commission on that, Jim? I don't, but thanks for asking. I will put that forward. <laughs> I just think. But, uh, <laughs> but the one thing too is we also decided to change the name to Medina. So just so you know, yeah. hey, yeah. traditional name. Um, HRT is, a, is the company which uh, are based in Medina in Italy. Uh, we decided to change the name. A couple, couple of things on that. So first of all, I, I came across the product, I think, around about 2016, maybe 2017 at ISE. They had a small stand there. And, uh, and I think back then it was focused on, I think it was called Multicam or the, the product was called Multicam and it had a slightly different focus, although it, all those features still uh, live in the Medina or the Huddle Hub sure. as it was known. Mm. Um, and I thought, wow, this is really, really great. And um, I, was, I was talking to one of the engineers, like we, we have constant contact with the guys in Italy. And, and I, I asked him about it. I said, what happened to this product? He said, no, it still exists. but because it was pitched as a replacement for 
screens in a room and, and microphones in the room and cameras in the room. You just have to use your laptop and you share the content. And I went, wow, this is amazing. And he said, but we, we had to move it. We had to pivot and, and sort of reinvent the product because a lot of the installers were, you know, weren't happy about the fact that they wouldn't be potentially supplying screens and, and that kind of product into the space. And then that sort of led to the Huddle Hub. Yeah, it's a, you're absolutely right. I guess that um, there are a lot of companies out there that provide the peer-to-peer -peer technology from you know, your presentation device through to your screen. Um, we do that as well, uh, wirelessly. But um, when it comes to the other, um, I guess, um, feature that HRT have developed or Medina have developed and it's grown, is the fact of doing um, the device sharing capability. And device sharing means that the presenter can not only present it to the screen, he can then present it to people in the audience wirelessly. Yeah. And, and that's done by a number of different methods. So it is, it's an exciting technology and it's something people want, but just yeah. didn't know how to, to, to bring it forward. And now we totally have it. Yeah, I, I think it's a great product. We're, we've specified it in a number of projects over here in New York. Uh, we've got a project going live as we speak, I've got to go up there tomorrow and check it all out. We've got a couple going in into that one. Um, I, I, I think it's great. But the one thing that's confused me a little bit is that I thought Huddle Hub was such a catchy name. Why, why change the name of it now? It's an interesting one. I, I thought the same thing. And I think that uh, the way, look, I, I don't know the exact answer, and this is my take on it, but I guess that... Uh, Medina is a city in Italy where, as I said, HRT is based and they decided to, I guess, modernise it a little bit in terms of the name. It's still Huddle Hub technology, um, but essentially Medina is the name of the product or the brand moving forward. And, and I think they'll still be called Huddle Hub devices, HHO, HHO Plus, um, and there's also the one we'll talk soon about H, uh, the Huddle Hub Enterprise, but essentially Medina is the overwhelming name on top of that, given that it's also where Ferrari, Lamborghini have been based. I think it's a bigger name and uh, probably more catchy in some ways. So it's got nothing to do with the rapper from the 90s, Tone Loke. Absolutely, yes. Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our new product. It's the Funky it Cold Medina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm singing that in my head so many times. So <laughs> I'll be doing it all day now. <laughs> so, Jim, you've also got uh, integration happening with your Debio and Tessera products there too, yeah, with, with how that's... Look, has that sort you, of are, you are correct. I think that um, obviously we have different technologies out there and call it luck, call it timing, call it foresight that, you know, we've we brought out a lot of technologies which in today's COVID world and post-COVID are very relevant. Um, in terms of touchless technologies. Um, the Devio product, uh, we can integrate it with um, Medina, which means that people can walk into the room and wirelessly connect to have their presentation material. But not only that, um, have a Devio product that enables them to optimise that room for audio conferencing, for audio, um, in terms of uh, using the transducers in the room, whatever speaker choice flavour you wish to use but most importantly, our beam tracking microphone. So we're trying to make that whole experience something that becomes optimised, um, can obviously be integrated and, um, and used with any soft codec on the market. And that's probably most important in this day and age. Um, 
and then have an experience where people don't have to think about the technology. That's the biggest thing, I think, that people walk into a space and you've got to question how effective is it in a meeting? Is it an effective meeting with people in the room, people obviously at a distance, et cetera? How effective is it? And if we can make it easier for people to have equipment in the room they don't have to think about, they can set up a room very quickly, get connected very quickly, and seamlessly do what they need to do, then we've done our job. I think that's the holy grail, really, isn't it? it, it how, Absolutely. How get up and a room that works. <laughs> yeah, a room that works. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that it's all brought to the fore now with uh, COVID, hasn't it? I mean, absolutely. realising that when working from home, all these factors that have been negative with dogs barking in the background, lighting, um, having the right audio, having your device on, should how many people have their devices on when doing a Zoom or, or a Teams call, you know, all that now people are thinking about and looking at different ways to do it better. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and for people who haven't heard of the Huddle Hub or the now Medina, I mean, look, there's a lot of wireless sharing devices out there on the market, right? Yeah. I mean, you could go as cheap as a $70 Microsoft dongle from, from JB Hi-Fi. Can you, tell, can you tell us what's unique about the Medina? Because it has some very cool features that I haven't seen in any other product. Sure. Um, as I mentioned before, one of the things that uh, we do well is the wireless sharing peer-to-peer -peer, uh, from yeah. screen device to screen. Uh, one of the unique features that uh, we have and, and uh, Medina have been a bit of a, I, I guess, a, a trendsetter in providing information and, and working on this and others are now catching up, is um, wireless USB. Mm. Wireless USB is something that's obviously taken off more and more. What we're doing a little bit different is we have all the wireless drivers and we work with all the major companies to provide them from cameras to you know, sound equipment or you know, um, speaker panels or whatever else. But essentially it means that you provide a wireless you can download the wireless drivers from our website. So if you have a laptop, walk into space, yes, you can connect to that screen, but also wirelessly you can connect to the different technologies in that room. So you are truly wireless in the way you connect. And I, I did this as a, a pretty impressive test a few months ago where I was with a consultant and he had a um, Cisco camera and a, another speaker and we downloaded the uh, drivers and they automatically connected. It discovered them and it was up and running. And that was impressive to see. So it just means that instead of having, you know, as I said, wirelessly, no cables, but then the Medina device is connected to the different technologies in that room, whatever they are. But wirelessly, we're actually, your computer looks like it's physically connected to those wireless devices as well. Yeah, so, so, so meaning, meaning, um, meaning you're talking about your, your VC camera uh, and any other USB peripherals that you might have in that space. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but if you go to the, um, it's a very intuitive website. So if you go to the Medina website, which comes off the Biomp website or, or micro website, um, it, you can download the different apps. So you can connect to a HRT device via an app. And you can also connect it directly via web browser. So point it to an IP address, et cetera. So there's a couple of different ways to do it, depending on the security measures that are deployed and how a company wishes to, you know, utilize the different equipment in the room. There are different ways to create wireless bubbles and things like that. So you download yeah. those drivers and then, 
on, on the user. So it's probably not that's something that can be deployed. I'm, I'm assuming the uh, the drivers over a, a larger uh, corporate space or an education facility or something like that. Um, Absolutely, like creating a, a an image on the computer and deploying it. But if uh, if it's a serviced office solution or scenario, is that the right? And and someone's just coming in that's Joe Blogs that's not even part of that corporate network. How do they how do they come in and use that? Well, there, there are two ways. One is that um, obviously you need to download the app or be pointed to the web browser. That's the first thing with your laptop or device you're using. And, and let me also state one of the most important things about this is that you don't have to use your laptop. You can use your phone, your iPad, your Samsung panel, Android, Microsoft, whatever you want to use. Um, you, it, it's deployed across multiple devices if you want or multiple technologies. But if you walk into a space, um, uh, there are a couple of different devices available. Uh, one of them is the fact that um, if you want a corporate network, typically you want to be protected and the IT people want to know exactly what's going on and protect everything. So there is a device that uh, the HRT will sit on the network and people will walk into the rooms and share content that way through apps or whatever way they want to do. But in a serviced office, um, one of the devices we had, which is a HHO Plus, um, it has the um, it has a WAP on board, so that allows you to create a bubble in that space. So it does not touch the corporate network if you don't want it to. Maybe you you want to provide a gateway to get internet or whatever else. But typically, someone can walk into a space. And, and to be honest with you, this is where defence are pretty keen looking at this too, because it completely doesn't touch the network. So essentially, if someone walks in with a Wi-Fi bubble, can have a conference. Uh, sorry, a Present, do a presentation, share it where they need to the screen or to people in the audience and, and then walk out and this next person could do the same thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So they've still got to get the USB uh, drivers though, yeah, somehow? Not, Correct. No, not necessarily. Correct. I mean, you, can, you, can, um, you could actually hit the URL on there, the IP address that's on there, and you could share. You won't get, you won't get audio, you'll just get the video. But yeah, you can right. do that yeah, so if you just wanted to do a PowerPoint presentation or something with no audio, you don't need anything. You just need a browser. And it could be, and it, like Jim said, it's device agnostic. So just hit that, hit that uh, IP address and off you go. Yeah, love it. It depends how you want to use it, Pete's right. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think the one thing too, it, if you look at the, um, the opening screen, like obviously it has a four-digit code that is encrypted and changes every time a state changes. So you need that code to connect. To the device um, but typically on the screen you, you can provide that information you can you can have a I guess a form of um, digital signage where you can point it to a URL or point it to a pre presentation or point it to a static image and have weather and and also have what Peter said an IP address or your wireless WAP information or whatever you need as well so there's different ways to look at it. you can even lock out rooms um, I don't know if you know this Pete but uh, one of the features is that if you're utilizing a room, you have access to the software, you can yeah. go in and lock out a room for a certain time and have it as your okay. room. No one else can use it until you walk in. Didn't know that. So, okay. so when you think of that, you think of all these other things we can possibly do in the near future as well. But, but I tell you what, like I said, I, I've been in like every week I'm on the, I'm on the phone on, on a call with, um, you know, the guys in Italy and this, what I love about it. I mean, one, they're obviously very, very knowledgeable about the product because they built it from the ground up. But, the 
they're very keen to uh, improve the product and, and, and listen to feedback. And, and because we've been deploying it in various environments, we've been able to give them the client feedback and that, you know, how we would like to see it work on future versions, which is, which is great, you know, and they're sort of taking that feedback on board and hopefully in the not too distant future, they'll start to implement that in the product. You're absolutely right. I think the, the exciting thing I see is what we can do with these products, yeah. uh, especially HRT and where it'll take us. Yeah. So with all the ideas and suggestions that I've given them, the, I mean, because at the moment it's about uh, one and a half RU high and it's kind of half a It can't round. make coffee. Peter, it can't make coffee, mate. It cannot <laughs> make Look, Jim, with all these ideas and products, I've taken it from a small form factor, so it's now 6RU, right? And and it, it now costs ten thousand dollars. So it, it does, but it does everything. Excellent. They and love now, you. And now we're going to sell it because it's not just a piece of software or whatever. It's very much hardware, and we go ah, hardware. We can sell hardware. Integrators yeah. really struggle to sell anything that's not hardware. I think. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what I found hard to get my head around though, Jim, with, and I mean, there are a lot of things, but uh, one in particular in relation to the Medina was the fact that the Medina is actually a host, a USB host, and your laptop is also a host, but you're connecting via wireless USB and you're getting two hosts talking to each other via wireless USB. You can't do that with a cable, mm. right? And it was just like, Oh, that doesn't make sense. How are you doing that? They're going, oh, it's all software. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's an interesting anyway. concept that works really, really well. As I said, I mean, uh, obviously the people that uh, engineers and Rashid and Joe saw this as a technology moving forward. So uh, uh, I think there's going to be great things out of this. It does fantastic stuff now, but wait in the near future, wait. I think it's going to do a lot more. Mm. Absolutely. Excellent. Uh, Jim, also uh, one thing I wanted to touch on was if we just move on from, uh, from Medina for a minute, the recently announced Teams integration on some of your products. Sure. That, uh, expand on that a little bit for us. Certainly. Um, we've been working with Microsoft for a while now, and as you know, with Microsoft and their team, Microsoft Teams Rooms implementation, they've they provided, they've looked at a, a, a way to provide their customers solutions using their software and obviously peripheral devices into, into Teams room environment spaces. And other companies are on board, as are we. Um, we've worked very closely with Microsoft for a number of years that I've seen some interesting test pitches in Estonia and the US uh, where we've collaborated with our technologies, especially with our Parley microphones and, and our other devices to provide a solution. Now, the great thing about that is um, about a year ago, we had our Tessera Forte certified and our EXUBT that provides integration and with um, the different technologies and the software in that space. And the most important part of that is that we offer, that we will offload the acoustic echo cancellation algorithm. So we take care of that automatically. So obviously you get a better sonic situation and, and better um, experience. The other thing was very important through our EXUVT, our USB device, is that we guarantee um, a mute synchronization. So the way to explain that best is if we were to mute anything in that we don't want people 
outside that environment or outside that meeting room to hear. So we mute our microphone or our software or virtually on Teams um, software, we guarantee that people on the other side will not hear what's being said. And that is through, and that was obviously turning that off and also having visual indications as well. So besides doing that, which we do, um, we recently and excitingly announced that we now provide a full end-to-end -end Microsoft solution, uh, Microsoft Teams solution. There are a couple of different bundles, tabletop mics and ceiling mics. So think of from transducer to transducer, from the microphones through to the speakers and anything in between, uh, digital processing uh, to serial connect device, which is effectively a, a, a switch, um, as well as um, the XUBT and amplification through our PoE amp. We provide a solution that enables them to quickly set up rooms, their Microsoft Teams rooms, with our software. Um, one of the most important things we've done is that you can go in and design through the software, you know, through our, I guess, uh, the Tessera software, design the space and optimize it, et cetera. But we've taken it a step further where we have a room deployment tool. Now, this is something we've, we've done with Google as well, and they loved it, and we've obviously done it now with Teams, uh, Microsoft, is that once you put all that equipment in a room, you open up this other software called uh, Teams, uh, sorry, uh, room deployment tool it'll discover all the equipment in the room you can rename it and there's a lot of other things you can do then you only have four setup procedures to set up the room so it deploys a pre-configured file and then you'll be able to say what level of, of acoustic air cancellation do you want what level of volume do you need um, what is the acoustical environment like so one of the biggest things that we've done in our software as well as our calculators is that we actually calculate or allow you, sorry, we calculate and put in figures based on the acoustical environment. So if the room is poor, good, great, etc. once you press that button, it'll actually um, uh, enhance our equipment to behave properly in that environment. And so the idea of everything I just mentioned is to quickly set up a room and in most cases, you can set up a room just with those particular four factors or four parameters instead of going and tweaking the room. Sure, you can go tweak the room later and do what you need to do if it's a very challenging room, but this allows very, very quick deployment of a room. And it's pretty so, exciting to do that. So what you're saying, Jim, is Mark won't have a job this time next year. Well, certainly <laughs> not installing and configuring. No, well, the VC will. Well, <laughs> think of it. Think of it in two ways. If you've got a lot of work, you can do a lot more and pass and uh, and get a lot more money out of it, right? So you can <laughs> more jobs. So you got to look at it at half glass full, half glass empty. Yeah, there's That's always true. a way to skin the cat, isn't there? <laughs> but, but but think about. It. I mean, you know, in in most rooms they are challenging, and a lot of people, you know, there are a lot of equipment out there that people have to get to know, not just buy up, etc. So. It becomes challenging unless you've had lots of experience in terms of setting up a room or fine tuning it. We're trying to say that we're trying to make that easier for people to do so. Yeah. And, and the most important thing is get a good experience. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, BiAMP's relationship with Microsoft has actually been around for a while. I remember probably five years ago um, deploying BiAMP to Sierra's uh, with uh, Scott. Uh, it wasn't even, I don't even know if it was Scott for business back then, but there was that 
native um, driver available within Skype, and it was also doing taking care of the uh, auto echo cancellation. Um, and I said that was five years ago. Yeah, correct. We've had a great relationship with Microsoft and continue to do so. Um, again, it's it's something that I think with Microsoft that as they you know deviate or move through this path of what is an AV room, etc. They're looking for all the latest technologies and and let's face it, you we all know that rooms aren't the same. You know, we are always fighting physics. We're always fighting in the room and even though there's an ideal room and you're trying to do cookie cutter approach, they're never the same rooms for many different factors. And so this is a way of helping them and they and and trying to address their needs um, in the solutions we provide. And we can do that now. Nice. Yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, so the challenging uh, question for you, Jim, is uh, Biamp is really hung a hat on AVB, right? Uh, now we're seeing a fairly uh, big uh, impact from Dante. And so how does, uh, what's the pathway, I suppose, for, for, for Biamp going forward? Is it going to be just is sort of where you are now with cards or do you think AVB might, you know, I mean, there's video to deal with as well in here as well. So like, but do you think AVB might sort of start to fade away or Biome's just going to go harder and harder against with, with AVB and just play nice with Dante? What's, what's the pathway, do you think? Look, I, I, I think the most important thing to note is that, yes, Biome have, um, have used AVB to advantage for the technologies we do. I mean, when we look at our Parlay microphones and beam tracking microphones, um, some technologies won't allow us where AVB allows us to do that very quickly and fast and um, converge everything we need to do. Um, obviously, the the way that AVB is, it's an IEEE standard. It's not us. It's it's an IT protocol, and that means that um, it'll be, it's it's handled by IT and the IT personnel know that. Sure, it's had its challenges and it continues to have some challenges. Um, but also note that with Biamp, um, we sell a lot of Dante. We don't just do Biamp. We don't just do um, ABB. We sell a lot of Dante product. And one of the things we just recently introduced is to Serial Connect 5D. So we have a, and we understand that in AV environments, one of the biggest challenges we have is with the IT. And how do we deploy our equipment on a network, whether it's a side network, a shadow network, or the actual network? So we recently brought out a Tessera Connect 5D, which is a, a five-port um, five uh, switch. Um, most importantly, it's an AVB to Dante bridge, which means that we can connect any Dante device, any AVB device. It'll auto-discover that that is the technology on there and mix the two technologies together. So we can use whatever Dante mics or speakers or amplifiers you need with our technology. And so that's a cool thing we're doing. So um, look, they both have advantages. I'm, I'm impartial to both. I'm not parochial about one or the other. I think that it's a means to get where you want to, want to get to. Um, every company has a different way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, that bridge is a, is a great step in making them play nice together, isn't it? And that's available now, Jim, you said? It is. It started, we started shipping about, uh, I think, about nine, ten months ago the, to Siri Connect, which is the ABV version. And then we brought out, uh, I think, about three, four weeks ago, the um, 
the Sea of Connect 5D, which is the Dante ABB bridge, which is pretty unique. I mean, it's, uh, it means that we, we always fight as to what do we put on our devices, how many ports do we have, and how do we deploy it. And having something a little bit external means it gives us a lot more functionality in how we want to deploy systems instead of being adhe adhered to having everything on one device to do so. Mm. Yeah, excellent. All right. Thank you so much, Jim. Now, uh, Pete, before I digress here, have you got any last questions for Jim? No, no. Well, I mean, Jim, this is the platform. I mean, you know, this, this uh, podcast, I mean, it's a podcast as well. It's not just a award-winning, I, I mean, they're out, we give out the awards. We, so, I mean, so it's a, I don't know if that counts, but... It, it's to the point, Pete. <laughs> Yeah, this is the perfect platform for you to make any announcement that you want to make in relation to, to the new products that are coming out. I know that Rashid, <laughs> Breaking. You, for it. you know, Rashid loves it when you kind of leak out some information about these new products. So <laughs> the stage is yours, Jim. What have we got? Oh. What's coming out? I think I'll, I'll be saying goodbye to you and Biop if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Rashid will cut off my head if that's the case. You, you know that, uh, look, we are, we are squirreling, so to speak, in the background to bring out new technologies, products, enhancements. So that happens all the time. I think the one thing I do like about the company is that we are always listening now. We're always looking. We're always trying to find the next thing that, that everyone wants, that end users do want and consultants make it easier for them to, to um, uh to use our equipment and for integrators having experience to use it as well. So I can't say what you want me to say. Uh, <laughs> essentially, um, you know, we're a company that continues to move up and there'll be more of it, whether it's through acquisitions, whether it's through lots of other stuff, you'll continue to see lots of stuff done. Um, right. One other factor just to bring, uh, just if I don't mind, if you don't mind me saying this, the one thing that is, that I find very, very uh, powerful with HRT is the fact that we do um, the sharing content. So right. besides doing that peer-to-peer -peer stuff, the fact we can share out to up to 180 people in the audience, yeah. their content across multiple devices, that is pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I, I suppose one way that I've been describing it to people, it's, it's like being on a Zoom call or a Microsoft Teams call, but without being on the call and with many, many people so you, like you said you could have one one to many or you could be all collaborating and sharing content utilizing the camera the speakers the microphone that you've got already in your your device and it doesn't have to be a laptop right and, and it's device agnostic like it it ticks so many boxes and, and one thing that i was i was looking at the other day for a, let me be careful what i say but a, a very very large social media company uh platform and we were talking to them about doing um like active uh active learning spaces what you typically find at a university you know where they have the students that are huddled around a table and they're, they're working in their groups they have their own equipment but there is many groups and you've got a you know a, a academic or a facilitator in the space so to be able to i mean imagine something like the huddle, imagine the huddle hub, right, at one of these desks to be able to suddenly share that content from one, from one desk, from one group to all the others. Uh, I mean, we've built these, we've designed these spaces over the years for universities. 
and it, they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars because of all the equipment that's required. You need a transmitter, you need a receiver mm. at each desk, you need a, you know, like a, some sort of matrix switch in there. And as it, it just costs a lot of money. So now you could whack one of these in on, on each of these desks and suddenly you've got that connectivity between them all. Yeah, and they're not expensive, but that's the thing. If you look at the price, people are very surprised by the price of these as well. One of the biggest things that I get asked is that why do I need to use your device? Why can't I just use Zoom or the other technologies out there? Well, the Medina is a behind-the-firewall premise device, which means that you can connect directly to it. You don't need to go to the cloud and come back. You don't need to worry about everyone in that room connecting to Zoom or the other technologies, which can- It doesn't make sense. You're all in the one room. Why, why would you, oh, let's jump yeah. on a Teams call. It's like, why? Let's just use this. Yeah, and, and the other, the, the biggest thing too is you've got control of how many mics are on and things like that in the room as well. Yeah. So obviously having that, having an experience, again, I keep talking about experience, but you know, having everyone not having their mics on through Zoom and everything else, and just whether it's a static presentation or live or whatever you're doing, it just makes more sense to do it this way and uh, in a different way doing it. Yeah, as I said, I, I love it. Uh, we've been specifying it for a while now. It, it's rolling out into our projects, um, you know, so I, yeah, I think it's a great product and, and it's got so much more um, capabilities, I think, like in the wings. I think with the guys, you know, what they're talking about, what they're going to do and so on. Like, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going to be, almost a, a standard product that just gets rolled out into all these meeting spaces. Yeah, I'm as excited as you to see where we're going to take yeah. it. Uh, gents, we are out of time. Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, Pete, it's been great to uh, have a chat again, as always. Jim, for people who want to find out more information about your products, where do they need to go? Uh, look, our distributor in Australia, New Zealand's Jans Australia. Um, Buyant website, you can find it there. Or if you wish, you can call me directly for more information, whatever is preferable. And for people to get hold of you, they can reach out through LinkedIn or different different platforms. On Correct. LinkedIn, uh, Jim Serretis at buyant.com, whatever you need. So There we go. So just say that again so we can get the text coming up magically. Uh, what, Jim Serretis at buyant.com. Jim Serretis at buyant.com. Yeah, so hit Jim up. He's a great resource. As I said, ever since he tapped me on the shoulder all those years ago, uh, we've been inseparable ever since. So I, 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 <laughs> I can't thank you enough for all your support. You've got me out of trouble on many occasions, Jim. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me today. Good on you, Jim. Thanks, fellas. It's a love affair that's gone on for a lot of years, obviously. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, see you next week. And we're check us out on Spotify, YouTube. Facebook, LinkedIn, we're everywhere. You can't everywhere. Yeah. All right. Bye for now. Talk to you next week.